All right, welcome to episode two, Story Time Podcast, a presentation about what's your story blog. Let's go. We got a, we got a guest back. I guess you guys are official members, huh? Yeah, not even <laughs> a guest anymore. Yeah. Had to bring him back. Nah, so, uh, Should we all introduce ourselves? Well, no, we don't got to do it. It's episode two, bro. We ain't got to do it no more. You know? <laughs> we might have some new listeners out there. Though. I guess, you know, we can kick it off by y'all talking. Tell me how y'all doing today. So I guess I'll throw it to Z first. Come on. How you doing today, man? How you feeling? Man, I did not want to wake up for class, but, you know, I have my two classes, 8 a.m., 9 a.m., done for the day. It's kind of nice. That's smooth. That's, That's smooth. a nice Friday off. Kabir, what you, what you hollering? Oh, shit. No. Uh, just came here as soon as I woke up, so you know I ain't got really much to plan today. Probably just gonna celebrate our first episode out on Spotify right now. Man, so go check it out! Yeah, <laughs> finally streaming. Lee, I'm a little tired. Um, yeah. I did a lot of thinking this this week, probably a little bit too much about uh, some of the larger systematic and racial problems of the country and how we're gonna try to fix them. So that was kind of exhausting. It was, mm. you know, plus. You know, being at Wabash is the most uh, uh, <laughs> best representation of, of those issues. I'd say. <laughs> right. In the in the in the right, the best way to say it. Right. Right. Chase, uh, I, I, could, I, I I feel you, Malik. I am a little tired today. Mm-hmm. Like I was telling y'all earlier, I was uh, up pretty late last night writing that essay, but it got done. So so I'll submit it. So I'm done for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Ready to just relax and kick back and do what I want to do. Okay. It's time. It's time. What about you, Chris? What you been on? Man, just getting the podcast out. That's a first release. Uh, I'll tell you guys some more about what we got going on from the business aspect. I mean, that's been my week for the most part. Uh, school's been second nature for me. Um, given, luckily, nothing's really, you know, took too much time. Well, let me stop. School takes a lot of time for mm-hmm. those of you who, you know, don't, don't know, for example. But, man, um... One thing I, I I guess I'm on is this is this you know is this fair that um, and I'm I'm trying to think about how uh, worth this is it okay that me looking at you know me standing up last week I, so I was just looking at the podcast over the week and I've been standing up on the podcast and you know I like to stand but I look still look shorter than Chase. So Chase, so Chase was was on a, and y'all switching up the rotation. But Chase was right here on, on my side last week, and I'm just looking at the podcast, and it's like I'm still look shorter than Chase. So I had to explain to all my because fa- I know since all my family members and my mom said something, and I'm like I know I look short when I'm standing, and I, I can y'all tell the people how tall these chairs is because I mean just let them because <laughs> like it's not it's not my height. The chair I, I is elevated. Not, I promise it's not just my height. Like um. I'm a whole it's, it's, it's staying near like the height of like a bar stool, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's, it's like a bar stool. Yeah, so I, I just wanted to let y'all know, you know, for y'all watching. It's not, I'm not sure, I promise you. Mm. Um, I'm scratching on the border of 6'1", you know what I'm saying? Cool, so, that's pushing it. That's, that's, that's pushing a pretty big it. jump. Yeah. But yeah, that's... Oh, a good 5'10 for you. Yeah, that's... that's, that's uh, okay, yeah, I, I'll take <laughs> it. I'll take it, but nah. Um, that's with shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. With, with with shoes on. So I'll take it. But uh, I got another one too. Fair. We gonna fair or foul. Fair or foul. Is this fair or foul, Dad? Okay. So given going through the circumstances, I got some health stuff going on. I'm you know going through a process for something. Right. With some health concerns, which I'll you know disclose later on with the podcast. But we're keeping it in house for now. But given I had to go get uh, uh, tubes of blood taken yesterday. Right. 
Um, so I just get my blood drawn. I go in, I work up. Uh, I drink some water in the morning, right? And I go in there, and given it's a pretty hefty amount of tubes of blood that's having to be drawn, mm-hmm. and um, they begin to stick me, and the needle was not coming, right? Like, the blood was not coming at first. Mm-hmm. So then they say, they say have you, how much water have you drinking? So I say, okay, I'm drinking, you know, I didn't drink a whole lot, but I, I think I drink enough for you to, you know, get some blood out of me. So then they stick my left arm, they get a couple of tubes. They stick my right arm, they get a couple of tubes. Is it fair or foul? They stick, they they stick my hand, and they not like they start sticking my hand. They start sticking me t- two, three times, and they bring somebody else in. And they say I can't get it. Mm. Is it fair that I was ready to just like should I have walked out or should I have, you know? Is it you know? Because I understand that you know you got to get the vein the right way and you got to stick. Mm-hmm. Now I've been in your situation because um, at one point I wasn't drinking a lot of water. I was drinking a lot. But is it us? That's what I'm saying. Is no, it, it does because you have to drink water. A week before your appointment, nah, man. Yeah. Hey, look, face, you have to drink that. more, and it does depend on the vein and how you how deep you puncture it. But if it's coming out like slow, oh. if it's not look flowing, at, look, at, look at this though. You know I what I'm saying? I will never forget that shit. I was sick, like, and like the doctor was trying to draw some blood, and he just kept missing. And like he openly admitted, he was like, "I'm sorry, like I just keep missing. I'm so sorry." But like, he probably stuck me about five or six. No, times. I have the same the same uh, issue. Like when I had knee surgery back in eighth grade i went in for my surgery and the nurse came in to like do my iv and stuff but she couldn't she couldn't get it right so she kept sticking me and i ended up just like just started to bleed all over the place they had to bring somebody else in so yeah it was terrible so what i'm getting at is is it okay to get up and walk out or should i mean we put, i think why is it is, you know is it fair to put the blame on me because i'm like how important is it it ain't on me because you have the right to get up and walk it out. Ain't, but it ain't could you have asked to like get but somebody like, else? My, but my thing is, how you gonna put the blame on a if you missing the the, the blood? Don't put the blame on a patient. Like that is fair. I mean, that's fair. Doctors don't take accountability though. Doctors, but are they doctors? That's the nurse. Was it a nurse? Was a nurse? They definitely ain't taking the fuck out of I don't even think you need to be a nurse. Like, like you could go get like a phlebotomy like certificate. I mean, have y'all seen the people giving the COVID shots? I mean, I know. Oh my god, I seen this one lady do like she was like. I was like, I don't think that's how you supposed to be doing it. So, and I feel like I'm always the one bringing something, right? But. So Sunday night, I want to say, uh, this was a couple of days after the podcast, uh, you know, Malik, Malik here lives uh, off campus, so he comes in, we have a, a, a meeting for one of our organizations that we're in on campus, and we kind of transition from that meeting back to the dorm room. It's me, Malik, and Zinn. Uh Given we stayed there, did homework, it's about 11, 30, 12 o'clock that we transition and make it back here to Martindale. We stay up till 4.30 a.m., <laughs> On the morning with all of us with the 8 a.m. class, right? Talking about the one that I didn't go to? The one that we I think I was the only one that made it. (laughs) (laughs) So, let's close some of that conversation of what we we stayed up till 4.30 in the morning from uh, Sunday night. Glad you mentioned that. He's breaking out the notes. uh, Yeah, he's bringing out the notes. So, this is a uh, written and signed official document. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. We we got to address this this, this cracked phone. Listen, you know what's crazy is that like I, mean, I, I, I dropped it on its face, right? Like, like, and like the face is cool, 
but like the back really? in in the case, like the back just shattered. That's why you need them outer box. Yeah, they trying to fool y'all getting the Apple Care. Just get the outer box. You drop it anywhere, any phone. I think the Apple Care may still be a good investment too. Like it's only like thirty bucks to get a whole new phone. Like, why is oh, this on a bar napkin though? Is oh. my question. Listen, this it was, was a long night. I was going to say like this is all we have. But Chris was. You had notes on your phone. <laughs> I needed a sign. Like I like I needed this signed in ink. Right. We could take a picture and we just put it on the podcast. Yeah. Chris was arguing that if someone approached him, only having three months to design a business idea and bring it to life in some shape or, or, or fashion, right? That he would be willing to give that person $5,000 cash to further develop their business, right? He's taking it a bit out of context. And then within three months, the person would be able to come back, or excuse me, a group of people would be able to come back and compete for an additional $25,000 to continue to grow their company. Chris was arguing that he took, you know, this business idea in, in, in the very early beginning stages to a, a, a rather high-ranking official on campus. And it was only three months. He had only had three months of, of, of concept development and uh, not really much to show for it other than, like, the concept itself. Okay, so, we had everything but quality, but we had <laughs> Okay. So I said... Okay, well, in 20 years, we're going to go to Michigan City, which is where they're from. We're going to go to Michigan City, and we're going to host a scholarship contest. And we're going to give students three months to prepare a business con- a business idea and kind of develop it as much as they can. That's right? a great idea. And then we're going to probably select a few right. to give $5,000. And then in three more months, right, We'll have them compete again for $25,000 because Chris believed, right, that his idea at the time of concept was worth at least $5,000, right? And then he argued that in three more months, it was worth at least $25,000. So that's how we got those numbers, and I look forward to making a nice trip down to Michigan City in 20 years. What made you come up with the 5000 and 25000 Like, where'd you get those? So this is all Malik's numbers? This is all Malik's numbers? They come from a real place. Right. Though, because Chris, uh, as the CEO of right. What's Your Story Vlog, okay. you know, he goes to the, um, as Malik said, the high-ranking official here mm-hmm. at Wabash College, and, you know, he wants to do um, some videography and journalism which is well what his business is and he wanted to provide his service for the school and he wanted the school to pay him for his service for mm-hmm. his business but um he don't, he didn't have a lot of product to show the college and what he did have the quality wasn't quite there yet the idea was there but the quality wasn't quite there let's let's, let's so, make it be known that this what? was a long time ago that we talking we not you know talking about and the cost, right? Right. The cost this was at the very beginning of what's your story blog. Yeah, right. The when it was still in, when I it was told y'all we giving y'all real stories, real. Okay. Continue. And so, basically, he wanted to, he wanted the college to pay for all his equipment so that his quality could be good, and he would work for free, and so he would do all the work for free if they paid for the equipment, which. And, and honestly, it doesn't sound like a bad deal. It doesn't. But the thing is, is once, once that quality got up after he did that first contract with them or whatever, then now that Chris owns the equipment, he's right. going to come back and he's going to charge them $25,000 right. to if do the same more. thing again. If not more. So that's where the numbers came from. Right. So these, so, so these numbers were not made up. 
the 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 initial request or the initial right sales pitch of his services would have been about five thousand yeah. dollars, and then three months later we're looking at about twenty five thousand dollars or more, right? Right. I think so, it's definitely more at this point. Well, it's at this point, way more. Three months after the the point of three months post three months right. is are we even six months in? Yeah, yeah. So post three yeah. months would have been maybe a couple weeks ago, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, so my thing is, is this fair to take it first off? So my thing is, and this is kind of leading us to our topic today, but we're taking this to a high school. Let's let's kind of solidify this, you know, this contract first, because I wasn't. This is what I wasn't a fan of. It's we're taking signed. it to a high school. Sorry, I already signed. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. We're taking it to we're taking it to a high school, because it, it all depends on the person first off. Because mm-hmm. like when you buy a business or you buy some type of you know service, you're looking at the person for the most part, right? You're you're buying that service for. <laughs> From the person. So to so to pose a general question to the group. Yeah. I say, Chris, if you were an investor mm-hmm. and someone came to you within three months of their business idea, right? And like that's all they had was three months of development and like all they had was like a sort of a rough draft of like their of like what they can offer to you, would you invest five thousand dollars in that? Mm. Okay, so here's my answer. I think it it depends on a lot of different things, right? right? right. It's got to be a heck of an idea, yeah, yeah. right? Um, it's got to be something where if you show me the numbers, this is profitable. Wait, what numbers? Like, I'm saying, like, if you can prove that your business is going to be profitable in the future. So projections. Yeah, so your projected numbers. Yeah. Market. Projections. Of- As in, like, what, what market, what sector you're in. Okay. Like, so if you're in the uh, production market okay. or okay. media market, what's the yeah. prediction okay. over the next 10 years? What's okay. And then you as a person, are you a hardworking individual? Like, right. I'm not going to want to invest in a company with a person that doesn't even want to do the, the right thing and right. work on their business. Try, right. I would say, in my opinion, no, I would be invest. <laughs> Because I want to see if you can get yourself at least a quarter of that, like 25% of that. I want to see if you can make that yourself mm-hmm. before you come and wanting uh, financial gain from me. And then I will give you more. If you make at least 1500 or $1,200, i will give you more than 5000 But I think you're forgetting that it's not just an investment because I'm giving you a service. Well, yeah, you are giving me a service. So, so then it's almost, right. it's, 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 almost, it's almost fair ground when it comes to your can't be because you didn't have the portfolio of previous services, right? So you're so like you're going and you're really saying like just believe in my idea and trust me that I'm gonna make it. Like, the only that thing you're right. but you're not giving me money because I'm giving you a service for it. What you're giving me is an opportunity. That's all it is. It's, but he's buying all of your equipment for you, right? To do a service, but for him. But when the service is over, you still own the equipment. So you still got paid five thousand dollars, whatever way you look at it. And he's still home five thousand dollars. But he still have that that service, you know, just like I have the equipment. That he paid five thousand dollars. So I almost feel like those go hand in hand. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He's trying to separate them. So I almost feel like those. So the only thing he gave me is an opportunity, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just hope we get this. So, well, no. This is. This are we is, talking in an arc? No. This no, is no, okay. No, 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 no. Okay. We walking. We walking a thin line right, here. We can't right. talk about none of this stuff going. On, you know. No. But no. This is, this is way better. We can right. still. We can talk about that stuff. So. Zinin, would you? What? Would you invest five thousand dollars? Um. I think in this case, like I said, because I know the specifics of the situation, so it's hard for me to separate that from right. a hypothetical. Right. You know. Knowing Chris and like right. his hard work, and I see, I see his vision. 
Um, personally, I would, if I had the money, I would invest in him. That's cheating. But That's, he didn't thing, answer the question. Mm, right. Mm. But the thing is, like, as a school official paying a student to do something and the student doesn't have much to prove that he could do it, you know, I feel like you're putting yourself in jeopardy, you know, as a high-ranking official, you know, you don't want to lose your job. So, you know, you got to make a judgment call and play it safe. So. That's a valid point. That doesn't mean you can't come back and try again, though. Right, once you have it for, for you know what I, I mean? I guess, I guess, you know. Like, even now going back, like, you're just at a completely different place, right? But I will never let that point go in my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> but let's let's get off that. Um, anybody else got something from the week they want to they bring to the table? Anyway. Um... Yeah, no? <laughs> okay, all right, then I'll get into the topic today. It actually uh, it kind of correlates with the story that, that happened. Once again, I have a lot of stories, I guess. So uh, I've been doing an ad lab in uh, physics where it's you know we um, we're allowed to do an independent study you know for the major. And uh, given I was doing a project yesterday, and he allowed us to go out. We had to go buy ice. We had to go buy a bucket and salt. And given we're creating something brinsical, uh, it's my ad lab project, which is you know more into the weeds, but. I go out to buy this, and he also says, all right, here's here's 40 bucks, buy that. And then uh, keep the receipts and also buy you some ice cream, and don't keep those receipts. You know, it's on me. Um, so then we go to Dairy Queen. I buy ice cream. I get a um, – and everybody knows ice cream, you know, isn't the best, isn't the healthiest, right? But when you're offered free ice cream, it's like it's, it's the best, you know. So I get a – I get a uh, what is it called, a blizzard from Dairy yeah, Queen? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, I didn't know – I had an international student with me, and I didn't know Dairy Queen was – Overseas too. Is it really? Yeah, it's in oh, China. Really? Dairy Queen is in China. But you know, but you know what's one, not in the I south. I saw one in Mexico. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not in Georgia. It's crazy. I saw one in Mexico. No, I had a roommate who lived in like uh, like was from like Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. They didn't have a Dairy Queen down there. That's crazy. They got them in Texas. Texas now. They got them in Texas and Mexico. Yeah, yeah, I know they got them in Mexico. Mexico. He, he was from China. He was from China, and he said, "Oh yeah, Dairy Queen, good. Uh, we have it in China." I'm like, "Oh." Okay, it's me here, but okay. Um, so, so then, uh, going fast forward, so I get the ice cream on person, I'm eating it, right? Walking back into the door, we're starting to do our project, and I got half the ice cream left. I got, I asked for a small, now kid you not, and now their smalls are, you know, about this big, uh, almost about a full cup, or about a half of, you know, three-fourths of a red cups, you Two know, months. and I'm thinking about it. So then a small is almost, you know, a lot of ice cream. Right. So then I'm eating this blizzard, and I walk past a trash can, and as I'm walking in, I say, should I throw it away or should I finish it? Because I really wanted it. I, I, it was really good. <laughs> so what I want to get at is, so I ended up, I threw ice cream away, and what I had to, you know, what complication that I was kind of going through inside, internally was that how come, a lot of times we go to a restaurant, we ask for a portion, and this this you know, it goes with obesity, it goes with your health, uh, diabetes, blood pressure, all that stuff. You ask for a portion of something, or you ask for something, they give it to you, and more nine times out of ten, it's more than what you ask for, more than what you want. So basically, I asked for a small, I almost got something like a medium, but given that I got that, I almost felt obligated that I had to eat it all. Mm-hmm. And a lot you don't of want to waste the money. Exactly, but a lot of times, especially in like, let's just be you know, blunt here, black households, it's like ER what's on your plate. So it's almost we have that mindset going through, if I buy this, if I spend money on this, I have to eat it all. And also if I go to a restaurant, 
I have to take it all. And that, that kind of correlates when, when it comes to diabetes, health, different things of that nature. So how do we kind of, because I, I think that's fascinating. It's like you get something on your plate, it's like I got to eat it all. Whether that's sweets, it's like I can't just have a piece. I got to eat it all. I got to eat the whole thing, the whole cake. I got to eat that last piece of cake. I got to eat that. And not, and a lot of times that kind of le- uh, leads to health concerns and health issues. So kind of that complication. Anybody ever had that? And kind of speak on how we kind of overcome that. Because I think it was a hard time. Like I literally. Bless you. Thank you. And with me trying to control my diet going forward. But it, it's so hard. It's like it's so good. But how do you drop that? And we, we'll kind of take it into other contexts uh, afterwards. But kind of speak on that. Uh, have you ever heard of leftovers? <laughs> I mean to say okay, you could have that, that right. just put it in your freezer but I then at the, at, at the same time it's like you had your sweet for today mm-hmm. you had your sweet for tomorrow by the time you're done eating it you know it's, it's gonna be you know so, so I guess I could have froze it but at the same time it's like the context I'm trying to get at here is you know, a lot of times you get more than what you uh need necessarily and and given even if you left leave it over it doesn't you know make the food more healthier That's right true. it's still it's still like bad stuff for you and a lot of times you do bad stuff because you get a lot of it so um in other context if you get a lot of uh uh more alcohol or any of that case too if you get a lot more than what you ask for a lot of times it's like drink it chug it mm-hmm. take it all and you can't really you know, so kind of talk about that. That's I'm trying to think what I'm like, hitting on here. That all kind of ties into social consumerism. So, like, pretty much they want you to come back and spend more money. So they're going to give you a little extra more. Mm-hmm. They're going to give you a little bit more of a shot. They're going to give you some more fries in the bag, you know. And not all stores or restaurants do that, but they want you to spend more money here. So they're going to give you just that, you know, extra 10%. And... You don't have to. It's all free will, and you could just. But why is it so hard? That's my thing. Like that. It's, that it's been going. It's so good. You, you mm-hmm. want it. Like your body just craves it. You want it. It is it's good. It really is. But what is it? Because are you I, trying I, to break that cycle? Well, I'm, tra- I'm trying to break it down because, like, that's usually when it comes to health concerns. That's something that we battle with. Mm-hmm. And also, when it turns into even real life, everyday life, it's like you get you get something. You ask for a little, but you get a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And then you get addicted to it. Mm-hmm. And then that's how it kind of uh, shapes your, your life. So even in uh, relationships, you ask for a, a little love and you get a lot of it, then you get attached, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a good benefit, right? I guess. But when it comes to bad benefits, you can list so many examples of it. So I just kind of want to talk about that. Because that's something we haven't thought about. A lot of people... Why is it so hard to let the things that hurt us go the most? Yeah. Um... I guess it kind of ties, ties into what makes an individual comfortable. Yeah. And if it makes you so comfortable, and even though you know it's bad for you, it's going to take more than just, oh, I'm going to just stop doing that. It's going to take a little bit more. It's gonna, you got to have at least, whether it's a relative push or uh, maybe a work-related push, you got to have something to push you to cut what's hurting you out of your life. And some people don't have that. That's why they're stuck there. Some people, I mean, there's rehab for them, but, you know, there's there's just not that, you know, what's it called? What's the terminology? 
drive. Yeah, there's not that drive. There's not that ambition. fire, yeah. ambition. You know, because they're so comfortable there. It makes them even. It may make them feel safe. It may make them feel calm. But they're just so comfortable in it, even though they know it's hurting them. And like, I think that there's a difference between like a person not having drive and a person like genuinely not wanting to. Yeah. Like there was this one Bible verse where like Jesus asked like the like lame man, like they they call him lame, but he is actually paralyzed, right? He asked the lame man, he's like, "Do you want to get well?" And like. That, like, that always stuck with me, because, like, what do you mean, like, did he want to get... Of course he wanted to get yeah. well, but, like, I, I think that kind of translate, translates into modern day of, like, well, do you actually want to fix it? Because, like, a lot of times, in terms of things that I've tried to cut out of my life, I've had to just be honest, like, do I really want to stop this? And the answer is, most of the time, no. Like, I, I really don't. Like, I really enjoy my ice cream, and I'm going to go back tomorrow. Like, right. <laughs> I'm really going to feel bad about that, it. That double fudge chocolate chip right, with like, the extra brownie that's mix. Fire, right? <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I think in terms of this example, like when when I hear it, I, I immediately think of like how it breaks down on, on like a, a economic level. So in terms of like the black household, like finish your plate, mm-hmm. I would say that that's largely due to the fact that I mean most black households in this country have have been raised in impoverished, extreme impoverished levels, and have somehow still came out on top. Um, as far as the um, okay, okay, so you said the black household, and then you were talking about. Uh, like this idea of like American con- consumerism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that. One. I have to sit on that one a little bit. Longer. No? You know, I think people really like to be comfortable. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that um, I kind of pride myself in, I guess, is that I'm okay being uncomfortable. Like, I've put myself in some pretty uncomfortable situations, you know, just to experience something new. And, um, but a lot of people, you know, they're going to do what's comfortable for them. So, you know, if they're unhappy, right, then they're gonna drink because when they drink, they get comfortable and they get happy, right? If, uh, if someone's like feeling hungry, they're like, oh, you know what really tastes good? McDonald's. I'm gonna go get some McDonald's because some McDonald's, will comfort, it's called comfort food. Yeah. Um, you know, so they're gonna go eat some, some stuff to make themselves comfortable. And, you know, at the end of the day, everybody just wants, everyone just wants to be happy. Mm-hmm. And so people are going to go to these things that they think make them happy. But um, I, think, I think we have a pretty good grasp on, like, what actually makes you happy is setting goals and achieving them. And, you know, um, it's not always going to be fun and it's not always going to be easy. But that feeling you get when you, you do something that you set out to do, mm-hmm. especially when it's difficult, when you, when you finally accomplish that and achieve that, there's just... Uh, no feeling like it. That's the true meaning of happiness? Well, I don't know if that's the true meaning of happiness, <laughs> so but say, I, guess, yeah, I think it's definitely good, a portion of it. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's yeah. different for, for each person. Yeah, no, I think what you guys said was completely true. Um, Kabir, like, when you said like people need like a push, I agree. Some people do need a push, but at the end of the day, they also have to want to push themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, like, say, like, you've been saying, like, oh, like, I want to go to the gym, I want to go to the gym, and you get a workout partner. Now your workout partner is, like, pushing you to go. Mm. But if you're not feeling it, you're going to you're gonna easily come up with an excuse mm-hmm. not to go, you know? So it's just, like, yeah. one of those things where you can have the right idea in mind, and you could have the right people around you to help you get there. But if you're not internally ready to do what's good for you, it's not going to happen. 
and you have to have that right mindset. Otherwise, it's yeah. never going to get there. Yeah, that's true. I think what I was, uh, now I'm kind of self-reflecting, I'm kind of, self-discipline is the piece that I'm really getting at. And it's a, it's a quote, um, and I may be quoting myself here because I'm not sure if it's an actual quote. It's just, you know, I have it written in my notes that I keep. But it's self-discipline is a stronger predictor of success than someone's IQ. I believe it. Self-discipline is a stronger predictor of success than someone's IQ. Yeah. So kind of taking that example and kind of speak on it from the idea of self-discipline. I'll use myself as an example. Um, you know, I don't usually like broadcast it or brag about it or anything, but I'm a pretty intelligent guy, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Got a good SAT score, you know. Never got to, not never got to be at Wabash, but you know. So far. <laughs> um, but like, I don't have the same work ethic as Chris. I'll be straightforward about it. Like, I waste a lot of time just relaxing. And uh, like, I like to play video games. You know, I like to just hang out on my phone, watch YouTube. But, you know, I, I still get my work done. But um, my, I find that like, when it comes to being successful, if I, like, especially entrepreneurship, like, you know, pushing my, I guess, my music career, um, like, it takes a lot more work, I guess, than I'm used to doing, yeah. because, um, like, all ties back into be- happiness, because for me, like, in order for me to be happy on a, like, day-to-day basis, I need my time to just relax, you know, that's important to me. Yeah. I need mm-hmm. time to just relax, to unwind, and to not care, mm-hmm. um, but not everyone's like that, and and you know that's where it comes down and it all comes down to different like goals too because if my goals are lower um, than Chris's then you know I don't have to work as hard to get there and I guess that's where it ties back into what I first said about you know people being comfortable because if you're comfortable you know making forty thousand dollars a year and just you know working your your job and is chilling and you're happy with that then you know good for you like you don't have to be a millionaire to be happy but um, if, if you're counting success as being like very rich and you know maybe owning a large business like you know um, Apple or something like that and entrepreneurship then a lot of it yes it, it doesn't necessarily have to do with IQ it has to do with self-discipline because self-discipline um, drives your work ethic yeah and, and like I, I get Back to the American consumerism. I, I got you. I got you. Um, first, just let me say, in other cultures, right, especially some of the more Eastern cultures, um, it could actually be seen as slightly disrespectful to to completely finish your plate, right? Mm. Um, so, like that, like you know, like that, you know, is a kind of a, an American ideal that's like you know, especially like with like the Black American ideal of like finishing your food. But on another note, um, I don't know about that <laughs> because like success and like you know like what makes you happy and like all those kind of things like I don't even really think like you can compare them like I don't think you can accurately say that like you have a lower work ethic than Chris I think you guys' work ethics are different but Mm. I wouldn't necessarily say that like one is superior or inferior to the other because like your definition of success or what makes you happy is genuinely different than his and like something that I realized like very early on in Wabash is like 
there are some people who do not want to own a business. There are some people who like would absolutely hate that. The same way I think of working a nine to five would just be I would just be miserable. They would be the most miserable entrepreneurs ever. They love they love their nine to five jobs. They love the structure. They love to know what they're going to expect. Can't do it. It's not that they can't do it, but it's like they actually don't desire it. Like yeah. it's like the brain. Like it's just actually just like some people like oranges and some people absolutely hate them. Right. Yeah. And I I think there I think there needs to be more room for like these different desires. Like some people love to sit and do nothing. Sometimes it gives me anxiety when I'm doing nothing, like just doing nothing, but like everybody is different and like, that's okay. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, as far as the like eating, just be honest with yourself. If you're full, don't make yourself eat anymore. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, I'm full. Like, because like, I used to find myself doing that. Like, I was like oh, like, I got to finish it. I got to finish it. Then like, I'm trying to get to the point where like... Addiction of pleasure. Yeah, because it's, like, it's like when you get done, like you're like stuffed and bloated. And you're like, I shouldn't have ate all that. I mean, it's like, but just truly like, you know, like watch yourself and be like, okay, I'm full. I'm going to save it. You know what they call that? Heaving. <laughs> Heaving. Addicted to things that are not good. But, uh, Something that Dennis said that I want to bring up. Um, you said that, like, well, actually, Chris said that you've never gotten a B here at Wabash. I so, I feel like I think we all can say that, baby boy. Let's 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 plain and simple. You know, let's acknowledge that. Let's give what? another applause. I'm ne never oh. got a B. Oh yeah, yeah never got yeah, a B. Yeah, exactly. that's, that's, no. that's pretty. You know, <laughs> no, but I still got you know, two years to go. Yeah, but right. no, like knowing you in high school, I feel like. School has just, it just it's just easy for you like not just like I'm not yeah. saying like you're like a genius but it's like just some things are easier for people and I feel like school may be easier for you than it is as easy for Chris you know all right now watch it now you know no I'm not no, 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 no I'm not saying no I'm not saying but I'm saying you're like right. yeah, it's just right. it's just like a natural thing for you so like you do have time to you know get on YouTube and do whatever you want whereas with Chris and his business if that might come easy for him you know right. so I just think different people you know things come easier and they're just more like you said more comfortable and I think you're more comfortable with your studies you you know what to do you know how to do it whereas with Chris he's more comfortable with his business he knows what to do and stuff like that yeah I, I think it's a fine balance and I really I really noticed this right because like just given the comparison between me and Z because it's so easy because we're roommates and we always think about this I think that what I really notice is that some people, I think everyone can be an outstanding student. Everyone can get straight A's. Everybody can do, everybody can learn whatever you're capable if you're, you know, not uh, a physical, you know, disability, right? Uh, other than that, I think everyone is capable, but it's how much effort that you're willing mm -hmm. to put in to learn to do it, right? So when it comes to me and Z, Z may be able to understand a concept in less time that it may take me to understand that concept. Mm -hmm. So therefore, if I'm willing to spend the more time to understand, because I, I catch myself with something like that all the time. It's like, okay, this guy, this dude can learn this mm -hmm. in one hour. But if in order for me to learn that exact same thing, it would take me four hours. So then you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? Mm -hmm. Is it worth spending the four hours of my time to learn that and then... Or is it worth spending two and being able to pass? I think that's something I conflict myself all the time within school. Spend the two, pass, and also spend the other two doing something else that I enjoy. Which is, and the two is still given, watch this, the two is still more than the, the other person who spent one and got an A. So I think that's something that, that really 
um, I, I really learned, especially being here and being Z's roommate. It's like, wow, I, I remember freshman year, I used to stay up all night studying for an exam. I used to, to just to get a, a lower a lower grade. First of all, I won't, I won't disclose my grade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep it 100%. I used to get, I got a 58% on the exam that I stayed up till probably 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning inside of the exact seat that I'm taking the exam in. And I got a three, um, 58% on that first exam. Um, actually, quite a few exams. I got a 58% of the year. <laughs> but um, I got a 58%. But it's like, I put an extra, I don't know, maybe an extra five hours on Z's stu- time of studying. But he did better than I did. So how is this correlated? Is it worth it? Because I think I could have got that 58 if I would have took three hours off anyway. Well, like, what do I got, 54? So is it, you know, so just think about it. Yeah. So talk uh, about you that. You had to work for that 58. Uh, I that's promise not, you, dude. Let's, let's not, not take, pretend like, <laughs> right, like, it's let's not, not, not act like I can take the time off. <laughs> you see what I'm but, saying? But, yeah, y'all see what I'm saying? So, so some people put longer time in, but don't, you know. It, so it, it's kind of that balance, like, is it worth, because, I, like I said, I really think if you're physically capable and mentally capable, I think everyone can learn everything. Like, Kabir, you could be 100, you could be a physics major in Wabash College right now. You would just take, it'll just be harder for you in the sense of you have to put in more work than some other people, possibly. But then the question is, like, do you really want to be a physics major? Is it worth it? (laughs) Right, right. right. You want to be a physics major. Right. It's like, is it worth it? I I want to touch on what you, you keep talking about balance, and I I feel like balance is a big thing for me. Um, You know, I I feel like I see it uh, everywhere, and, like, really life, um, life and happiness comes down to a balance, right? Because too much, too much of anything is bad for you. Um, most people know that. Um, so like uh, Chase was saying something about you know you want to go to the gym and get healthy, or maybe you know get a nice a nice body, right? But if all you do is go to the gym, you don't do anything else, and it's like unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a balance. And so maybe maybe you cut out um, two hours of sitting on the couch and watching TV, and you go to the gym. You know, but if, if all you do is sit on the couch and watch TV or all you do is go to the gym, both of those options aren't really healthy. It's really about a balance and everybody is unique in that they, they, have, their own, um, they have their own balance of like in their life of what makes them happy. I think that's what school should have been like. Should have been like a place where you send your kids to find out what really makes you happy instead of just give you uh, itinerary of things to do for what, a whole semester, what, four or five months a year. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd have a lot more people graduating than dropping out and actually going to college because they already took, what, uh, all the way from first to second to 12th grade to figure out what they really like. So then the next four years after that would be college. They're already, you know, already in the little position that they're you know comfortable in the career path that they want to, to go on I think now is where we're getting into the American consumerism and uh, the, the American I guess machine because all these schools you know they're, they're training all these kids the same things and they're just trying to make you know more workers mm-hmm. more corporate workers and more um, you know trade workers and whatnot. And you know that's why the school system is the way that it is, and because like our whole our whole country is driven on school consumerism, and uh, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say this: the school system just rings a bell. It's a big thing in itself. So I mean, we we can come back and hit on that another you know another day. But um, 
just going off that topic, uh, anyone, Chase, speak on that fine line yeah, of you well, working. Uh, well, actually, I got a little, once you were talking about your exam, and how you got like a 58%. All right, no, we ain't got to keep no, saying no, no, We ain't got to keep throwing it. We got to keep throwing it. No, 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 I got my own personal story. All right, so my freshman year of college, I'm in uh, a calculus class. And anybody who knows me, math is not my strong suit. Like, I'm a smart guy, but math, I just, I just can't understand it. So um, let me scratch that for the people. It just takes you more. It just takes you more work to understand it. <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot more than a lo- little bit the more average, work. The right? <laughs> but still, like it, that, I think yeah. that's, that's that's something that we we get misconstrued a lot is uh, we don't understand or we don't get something or we don't understand something. But it's like it just takes you. Like I said, I think everyone is fully capable if you're not uh, disability or you know. Uh, I think everyone is fully capable, but it's like how much work. Then also, it couldn't that work that it would have took you to get you know the best you know one hundred percent. Is it worth you putting in but that? Why, work is, why is it easier for other people to take one hour and pass easy? That's what I'm saying. Uh, as, as it, just make no, it has to be something are. that you feel. Oh, this is me. I can do this. I think at that point it becomes natural. I was about to say. I think at that point it becomes natural, and also. Yeah. Your uh, upbringing as well. Undeniable. What's that quote from Albert Einstein? It's like, you can't judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree because then, like, the fish will think it's stupid its whole life. Mm-hmm. All right, but back to your okay, story. Okay, back yeah. to my story. All right, so I'm studying for the first exam, and me and a couple of my friends, we're studying in this, uh, this like, room, and we're just going over everything, all the lessons and everything. So come to the first exam, I feel confident, right? Go in, I open the book. I'm like, man, I don't know how to do any of this. So, what they had, con- so, sine over cosine, T. Yeah, it was all that. So, <laughs> I get the grade back and I got like a, like probably like a 42%. Okay. I'm like, oh, man, there goes my grade. So, fast forward to the final exam. My professor tells us that if we, uh, that half the exam is going to be over the previous exams. So, if you, can do everything from the previous exams, you'll be good. So I put in days upon days trying to figure out the problems from the past exams, and I did, and I ended up getting like a 65, which was better than the the 40, like the 42 that I got. So it just, like, like Chris said, it just, it takes more time for other people, whereas my friends, they got it no problem. Me, I just had to just put in more time and effort to, what was to the get the grade. On that, though? I passed class. What is mm. that taking? My degree. What is that gonna take? A good job. All right. In my own business. <laughs> as long as it's taking you somewhere. <laughs> it's taking me somewhere. Okay. I just wanna say I wouldn't I don't think I'll ever take class or calculus. Uh, yeah. it, for you two, it might have been easy. For me, it I definitely had to work for it. Well, that's the thing is, and I, that's why I think I think it's a, a easy way to conflict like easy and hard, yeah. because like I think that it could have been easy. Like I wouldn't say it was easy for me, but like you can make anything easy or hard depending on how much you work at it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it, it just like I feel like when people say easy, it's like nah, it wasn't easy or nah, it's not hard. I just have to work, and I, I'm really making I'm starting to make this a habit, which I think everyone should start making this a habit. Stop confusing easy and hard with how much work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like, it's not easy, it just takes more work for me. So therefore, 
I'm gonna make it hard because I'm gonna, I'm gonna work less mm-hmm. than I need to. Because I think each everyone's learning is individualized to them mm-hmm. and personalized to them. So then, when it comes to that, then it's like, uh, yeah. So kind of speak on that. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I remember last podcast we talked about how like results or like success or um, whatever you want to say is a is a product of work and time. Yeah. So, but I mean, everybody has a different, I guess work rate so like my work rate is lower than yours because like I don't have to put in as much work right. you have to put in a bit more but I think everybody has different things that come to them naturally so like for me like golf does not come to me naturally like I cannot I'm not good at golf I mean I've only been a couple times so I, and I have a lot more work and more time to put in to get to that level right but um you know, they, there's like prodigies out there, and I'm sure that there's some, you know, eight-year-old who picked up a golf club for the first time and is like ridiculously good. And and so I think, I mean, ideally in a, in a utopian society or whatever, uh, or an idealistic society, the like school system is just, you know, helping you figure out what you're naturally good at and I guess how you can um, use that to sustain yourself in life. but. Sadly, we don't live in an idealistic society. And instead of finding out what everybody's good at, it's just like, okay, here are the things you need to be good at if you want to succeed. Mm-hmm. And then they just judge everybody based on their ability to do those things. I, I, I agree. And, I, and even going on the school system piece, uh, I really don't, I have a lot to say on the school system, so I don't really want to hit it on it this week. You're going to save that for another time. I, I do want to save it for another time, but what I will say about the school system. A lot of times the language that we use within the school system, whether it be from the elementary school grounds all the way up, a lot of the language really uh, resonates within the student and we act like we don't realize that the student is listening. So a lot of times you may say that um, a student, or you may, it's like divisiveness that you may say the language that say, um, oh, you're smart. You may call a student smart. Like, you should never call a student smart because then you're inferring that the other students who didn't get called smart are not. Mm-hmm. So then that just kind of carries on uh, up in, in the school system. So I think it's a lot of, like, lack within the uh, teachers. And also I believe that it's a lot of lack within males going into the education system, especially within uh, black males going into the education school system now. So I think that that's – you know, something that we can, you know, take on as well, but anyone else on that? Well, uh, yeah, I was going to say, we can kind of wrap this one up. Uh, we're heading out about a bit early, but kind of, uh, yeah, take it, give it to us. What's going on? Uh, Z, what's up with music? Um, so, yeah, I mean, really, i just been, whenever I have some free time, I mean, you know, trying to finish the mixing and mastering on my album. I only got a, like, a couple songs left to do. So, I mean, that should be coming um, at the latest, probably, you know, October, um, late October at the latest. I mean, I'd like to have it late September, but, you know, we'll see. Um, I kind of just go with the flow. Like, I don't, I don't really have set times where for me to work on this stuff because I just kind of have to weave it within my schedule, like, whenever I have, a, have some time. So, I mean, the album's coming, and... Um, a couple months, and then uh, I mean now I'm working on a podcast. So you know, yeah. after we wrap this up, I'm gonna go um, tweak it up, make everyone's voices sound good. And that's what basically all I got going on. Um, pretty much after this, just gonna wait for the next 
set of uh, instructions from Chris. Tell me what to do for the next week. Um, gonna probably just work and you know do whatever it is that I do. <laughs> well, uh, be on the lookout. Episode one is out now with the podcast. Uh, next week we do have. Uh, well, by the time you guys listen to this, it'll already be out. So go watch uh, Purdue University uh, episode with students on campus. We did the thorough interviews. What's the call uh, again? Uh, the t- what's your college? Yeah, you. what's your college? So go watch what's your college series. Um, comment below. Uh, you know whatever arrows pointing at right, but we'll we'll drop that in there. Um, oh yeah, comment, com- comment some ideas. Yeah, yeah. comment, comment to some topics that you guys podcast. want us oh, yeah. to to talk about on the podcast, and also uh, comment some schools too that you guys want to see us visit. So. Come to your school soon, uh, Chase. What's uh, going on? I mean, I just want to say. Um, that I love being here. Uh, I've been waiting to do this podcast for so long. Uh, my girlfriend knows that my freshman year in my dorm, I, I even bought like podcast equipment. Yeah. I couldn't get it figured out how to set up to my computer, so I just ended <laughs> up shipping it back. But no, I've been really wanting to do this for a long time because if anybody knows me, I love to talk. I love to have conversations, especially like late night conversations, right. which okay. I feel like this is. So. <laughs> Uh, it's it's this is a great environment. I, uh, everybody here, we we mold together. So, um, would it be better if we did it at, at nighttime? Like, would it be different? Uh, no, because it's so bright in here. I don't think so. No, um, I don't know because you know people have different levels of energy at different times of the day. So I mean, that Good can play point. into yeah. effect. Good point. Because I I know I haven't taken a nap today. I feel like maybe if I had taken a nap, maybe uh, drank some caffeine, I might be a little more energized. <laughs> Never know, but I don't, I think that's something I, we could test out maybe right. in the future. Though. Yeah, that's for sure. We got we got a lot of weeks to come. Uh, yeah, but, what you said, Chase. Like this, this is great. You know, I love having these uh, these deep conversations mm-hmm. with you know smart guys who have insightful things to say. It's just you know nothing like it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if I could do this all day every day, I would. If I could make hey, and hopefully this, we'll get to that. I, point. I, I hope so. Yes. Like it's it's coming, but um, yeah, manifest it. We will get to that point. We will. We will. <laughs> You but, heard it once, heard it twice, yeah, and you're gonna hear it three and four times by all four of us. But uh, <laughs> check us out on Anchor. Yeah. We're on Anchor. Uh, you can listen to it audibly when you're driving to work on the car. Check us out on Spotify. Also, we're working on getting it on Apple Music. Um, they're pretty funny. Let's just say that. But Apple Podcasts coming soon. But also, uh, you can watch this link via stream uh, YouTube. Also, shout out to our credentials. Go follow us at What's Your Story Blog on Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, visit TikTok. our TikTok, TikTok as well. Visit our website um, at whatshistoryblog.com, and we got a lot of stuff uploading and being uploaded there. So um, I'll kind of wrap us up there, but and we'll see you next week. See you next week, y'all. See ya. Thanks, Thanks y'all.